When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. This is Optimal Startup Daily, Episode 407. Entrepreneurship and the False Positives of Early Sales Win by Mike Smirklow of MikeSmirklow.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host here, and it is Veterans Day here in the United States, and I thank all of our veterans for their service to the country. Now, if you're new here, this is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship, and we're gonna get right to our post from Mike Smirklow now as we start optimizing your life. Entrepreneurship and the False Positives of Early Sales Win by Mike Smirklow of MikeSmirklow.com Quote, We just won the Dell account. This deal is close to 500K in ARR and will bring us close to a million in ARR. The entire team is celebrating. It is a game changer for the entire company. Founder of Startup Every entrepreneur dreams of this day, and when it finally happens, it is a levitating experience. Days, weeks, months, and years of hard work leading up to this big moment. The big sales win shows that your crazy idea might not just have been so crazy after all. And you, as the entrepreneur, finally can start to imagine how much is going to change and how much easier selling your solution will be from now on. Finally, 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 you have achieved what those lame venture capitalists kept calling product market fit. It's all going to be downhill sledding from here. Time to celebrate? Absolutely. Get out the champagne, grab your team, and take a group photo and kick your feet up on your desk and let it sink in. You did it. Perhaps it is time to change your expectations for the positive about future sales, rapid growth, and more big customer wins? Not so fast. Unfortunately, once you have come back to earth, you, as the entrepreneur, must now consider what I call the false positive of your first major sales win. False positive in the science community is defined as, quote, a test result which incorrectly indicates that a particular condition or attribute is present, end quote. For startups trying to crack into a market and learning to sell a product or solution, the same definition can be applied to the first few major sales wins. These wins are a tremendous accomplishment, but the real question is whether they are truly repeatable. In other words, can you do it again and again with less effort each time? or did the win represent a false positive? This question is critical because it will direct your time, attention, and effort in a way that can make or break your ability to scale your business. Yes, it really is that important. So after the champagne is gone, the team has gone home, and you've given yourself some time to relax and unwind, you need to ask yourself a few questions about the big win that can determine your future actions. How many people in the company were involved in the sales process? Typical startup answer, just about everyone. How involved was the founder or CEO? Typical startup answer, involved in every part of the sales process. 
if there was a salesperson involved in the big win, how many resources did she utilize to close the big deal? Typical answer, all of them. For the team involved in the deal, how many of them were deeply involved in founding the company and therefore did not need training? Typical answer, all of them. And did the customer buy a standard off-the-shelf version of your software or were they promised lots of custom enhancements? Typical answer, lots of custom enhancements. If you answered the typical startup answer to any of the questions, you have to be concerned about a false positive. The good news is that just about every startup has experienced similar false positives. The better news is that unlike a scientific test, there is a clear playbook to reduce the impact of the false positive. The key is to evaluate this ASAP. Here's how to get started. In the early days of attempting to establish product market fit, a fancy way to say someone wants to buy what you're selling, a startup must do everything possible to get that first big win. The entire company, even if only a few people, will do whatever it takes to make that happen and bring every resource possible to the fight. Great founders are heavily involved in early wins and call upon board members, friends, network connections, or anybody who can help make the win happen. Sales professionals are granted unlimited access to company resources, and the entire team works tirelessly to help. Last but not least, because the team is small, just about everyone involved knows the solution or offering cold. In short, all hands on deck do whatever they have to to get the big first win. So this win can be a false positive because every aspect previously mentioned is really, really hard, maybe impossible to replicate at scale. The company will grow, resources will get constrained, new team members will join, and the all hands on deck will turn to the sales team needs to close more deals, or sales doesn't understand the product, or maybe even sales doesn't know how to sell the product. You want to continue to grow your startup, but you can't afford to have every sales win happen the way the first few happened. It is imperative to think quickly about this as a false positive and figure out what to do about it. It is not all bad news, actually quite the opposite. Let's start with the obvious. A big customer bought your solution and you are no longer that crazy person with that silly idea. You've achieved the first evidence of product market fit. More importantly, you have what might be the best opportunity to learn and develop a go-forward strategy for you and your sales team. Here are some questions to think about and avoid being a one-hit wonder. One, which custom features would serve other customers in the market? Customer-specific features aren't all bad. That's how you learn what capabilities customers really need. But it's critical to determine which ones should become part of the core product and which ones are one-offs that should be avoided in the future. Two, what part of the big win can be replicated without a lot of effort? Things like the solution offering, pitch materials, pricing tools, contracts, or clear evidence of your value proposition are easy to scale and replicate. Three, what relationships were critical in the sales process? This is a hard one, but if you can figure out who the critical decision makers were and what relationship was required, it can help you think about future sales relationships and resources to construct. This will help you determine key go-to-market aspects such as buyer personas, ideal customer profile, and other scalable processes. Four, what critical knowledge was required for your team to possess? Make a long list of key requirements. This can start to serve as your training materials for current and future team members. Five, what aspects of the founder's persona were essential for the sale? Was it expertise, relationship, industry experience, connections, or even the CEO founder title? Break this down and start to consider how this can be scaled by hiring, training, knowledge sharing, 
or sales pipeline and buyer's journey processes. Six, what customer gates were critical to advancing the sale? A gate is some customer checkpoint you have to pass before the deal can close. An example would be a technology audit by the IT organization, a review of your privacy policy by the legal department, or a presentation to an executive committee. Often, these gates will be common across customers and therefore can be proactively added to your sales and marketing processes. After you do this exercise, take a break. Remember the big win, and don't forget to make sure the customer actually gets all those things you promised them in the sales process, and recognize you have some time to figure this out. The false positive might just hold the secret to your success if you see it for what it is and isn't. The first step is to analyze the process clinically and recognize the risk of a false positive. Too many startups sputter out after one or two big wins and never really figure out why they couldn't scale the business or repeat that big win. Take the time to examine the process and recognize where false positives or non-scalable factors were at play. Then start to build a plan that takes into account what needs to be replicated, team, knowledge, relationships, processes. You will be well on your way to the next phase of growth. You just listened to the post titled Entrepreneurship and the False Positives of Early Sales Win by Mike Smirklow of MikeSmirklow.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And thanks to Mike, who is the author of Mr. Monkey and Me, a real talk guide to cultivating a mindset to support greatness in entrepreneurs. I actually narrated an excerpt from the book back in episode 88, so you can check that out if you'd like. Now, Mike is an experienced entrepreneur, an investor, and business leader driven by the desire to turn ideas into reality. Having bought and scaled a small business into a publicly traded company worth nearly a billion dollars in value, he's got a deep understanding of the hard work, dedication, and grit that truly powers successful entrepreneurship. Today, as the co-founder and managing director of Next Coast Ventures, Mike's a champion for a new generation of entrepreneurs building disruptive companies in big markets. So he's a great author for this show, and you could come by his site to check out his work. It is mikesmirklow.com, and Smirklow is spelled S-M-E-R-K-L-O. And as usual, I do have that linked in this episode's description. 
But that should do it for today. Hope you're having a great one. Thank you so much again to our veterans on this Veterans Day here in the U.S. And I'll be back with you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.